Greetings, welcome everyone, guests, friends, returning listeners to Lit in the Lord. I'm your host, Litney, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in to this particular episode here in Lit in the Lord. For guests and friends tuning in for the first time, this podcast is the place for inspirational and insightful messages that I pray motivate, bless, and impact your spiritual well-being and contribute to your holistic growth through the Word of God. Welcome everyone. I am so excited because I am actually going to be sharing another special message with you today. It was recorded back in May 2018 and it is entitled I'm Moving Forward. So I actually had planned on another format for today's episode, but in just uh, speaking with someone and also being um in a certain environment has just uh, motivated me to do some digging and find this particular uh, sermon message that I was blessed to minister. And I am just so thankful. It's, it's a snippet of a sermon um, that I was able to share during a Women of Power Life Impact session. Uh, it was a special Bible study session, but able to be a part of um, where there were several other women um, and we just Uh, ministered the word of God back to back. And so my prayer today is that you will be fueled to move forward in your walk with the Lord. There are uh, some principles here that we can apply that I'm even listening. And as I was listening, it is so uh, relevant to this pivotal moment ending January, beginning February to move into where God has called us to move. And that doesn't mean we stop fueling. That means we take what God has downloaded and continue to build upon it. And so I'm, I'm thankful and I pray that you are blessed and that this message will reach you wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. I pray that uh, it will bless you to stay lit in the Lord. All right, let's let's listen. Chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. And I'll read in your hearing, it says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me. And more also, if aught but death, uh, another translation says, or else the worst will come upon me. If aught but death part thee in me. When she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. Amen. Each of us ministering here before you tonight. We're not standing up here because of our eloquence of speech. We're not standing up here because the stagnance of our poise, because the poise of our stance or our outward appearance, or even by the manipulation of our own will to be up here. But God's sovereign will has a way of divinely positioning you and placing you in the place that he wants you to be in orchestrating life. Some choices are in our control 
to decide and orchestrate. Others, though, they are choices that are not always under our control, such as timing. Let me give you an example. You have chosen to schedule a 3 o'clock appointment to get your hair done or maybe to go visit the doctor. However, you cannot control if emergencies come up and that uh, hairstylist or that doctor is no longer able to see you. So you must then have to figure out how you will resolve a conflict that has either delayed or rearranged your original appointment. It works both ways. It can be very frustrating for the person providing the service if you counsel, but also it can be frustrating um, for yourself if they have to counsel. So we understand that emergencies come up and that makes it less frustrating, but there are more opportunities to make up for the time. The time is a valuable resource, but it is not refundable. I love the point that one of my college campus ministry pastors used to share with us as students, which is by Dr. Benjamin Mays. I have only a minute, and the poem goes like this. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced up on me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but eternity is in it. With God's presence, power, and deliverance that we experience in our worship services, Wednesday after Wednesday, we come to life impact to become educated disciples and also to be equipped as Christian believers to how to develop our Christian walk and to deploy us into our destiny. Our spirit man receives insight as to how we can maximize the minutes that each and every one of us have been given in our lives. Often we say that we are not a mega church, but we are a growing church making a mega impact. Tonight, my assignment is not to just inform you of making life-impacting decisions, but to address the importance of the mindset of believers as it pertains to life-impacting decisions, especially when the unexpectedly when the unexpected seemingly conflicts with what we had determined to be our destiny. As we heard Sunday, it's got to get better. Tonight's message is to bring clarity in making room for what God's thoughts and plans are for our life. For the next few moments, I would like to speak to you on the simple subject, I'm moving forward. I need you to tell yourself that I'm moving forward. Oh, y'all kind of sound a little halfway convinced. But I'm moving forward. And as I was sitting there, it was just a, a sub-thought is walk by faith. But I'm moving forward. Tonight, I must share that I'm declaring not as an affirmation, but as a declaration that what God has for me, that I must walk it until I become it. It is not faking it until I make it. Often, as believers, we are caught in this mentality that if we see it, then we can do it and we can fake it until we make it. But sometimes you will be like Ruth and you will not see what you desire, but you must begin to move forward and begin to walk and walk it until you become it. 
We see the tenacity and the determination of Ruth in this dialogue. Ruth is a Moabitess widow. Now, Ruth and Naomi, they are both in relationship because Ruth was married to Naomi's son. This is her mother-in-law. And her own mother-in-law, this was not even just an enemy of uh, Ruth and Naomi. They had a great relationship. So it wasn't like her enemy was trying to persecute her. But the words that came from a friend's mouth were contrary to the thought and the plan that God had for Ruth. However, Ruth had, this was a remarkable decision because she was a Gentile willing to follow the God of Israel. It was a hard place for both women. Both women could have chosen to become stagnant or inactive. Though Naomi urged Ruth to remain in her place of familiarity, both women were left in unfamiliar places in their lives. But they would realize something that we need to take note of, and I want you to take this note, that time is not refundable, but it is redeemable. So I'm moving forward. We are not exempt from troubles and adversities and storms. Our exemption, it does not exempt, it does not uh, allow us to become uh, free from anything er uh, error-wise because we were born into sin. We must believe that Jesus is our blessed insurance and assurance. Uh, see, insurance protects you from damages. Insurance protects you from those things that may cause certain liabilities that arrive unexpectedly. But see, Ruth did not have any insurance. Her husband was gone. She had nothing left. Uh, she did not have something to see because faith is the substance uh, of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So Ruth began to tap into another dimension that was not because of what Naomi said, but what was in her. I believe for several years she was digesting that I will praise the God of Israel, not because I'm married to a man, but because God has desired to have me, that God has a greater purpose and a plan for my life. I like this. Some of you may be saying, well, what assurance did she have? She had the, the, even as I recall what David said, he said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Forget not all his benefits. Jesus comes with benefits. She may have not seen the benefits, but she knew that God had her benefits. And even like Job declared, if a man dies, shall he live again all the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come your change may not be apparent but you've got to walk it until you become it and say I don't care about staying in Moab I've got a focus and I've got a determination to move forward you may have been stuck on Sunday but I've got to move forward you have made caught up on Wednesday morning but even from this morning I've got to move forward because time is not refundable. Ah, but Jesus, I like what he does. I like what he does and how he just professes his word. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. He says that there are thoughts and ways that you have dreamed for your life, but they have not even tapped into what I have dreamed for your life. And it is with these things that we must consider what are you building? What are you doing? What are you moving forward to produce? The Bible says in Proverbs 
chapter 16, verse 3, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. It was something about Ruth. There was nobody she was trying to compete with. There was nobody she was trying to please. There was nothing she was trying to get out of it. But she says, wherever you go, Naomi, I'm with you. Wherever you lodge, I'm there. If we sleep in tents, I'm good for it. If we're sleeping in the barn, we're fine. She says, if we're serving your God, it's all good. But I'm determined because I have a focus. And there are just three things I want to leave you with in this story. To have these three things, authority and determination and peace. See, Ruth, she had authority. It was the power of her confession. Some of you have been confessing things adverse to what God has said. And you must begin to profess and confess with authority the thought that he said if he said go over to the other side you better start walking and moving forward next you must have a determination if God says uh, be committed you must be committed because when you commit your way unto the Lord and trust also in him he shall bring it to pass some of you saying faith does not seem to be working but he is a rewarder of them that diligently that word diligent means to be persistent to press that word diligent means to don't be discouraged that, that word diligent means despite persecution despite what I think God I must continue to press because I'm moving forward and the, the what you will need to continue is peace authority determination and peace. Jesus was sleeping on a boat and he had already told his disciples, move forward. He said, go ahead. And he was sleeping on a boat. And they said, Jesus is asleep. God has said, move forward. And you're thinking God is sleeping, but he's dreaming thoughts of peace for your life. He was dreaming on a pope. He's thinking like, I just wish they would know the thoughts that I think towards them are peace. Because he wants to redeem not only the time, but he wants to redeem your very soul. He wants to redeem your life and your relationships. And if you haven't made that decision to move forward, tonight is going to be your night. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening to this particular episode. For more messages of faith, hope, and love that bring encouragement and motivation igniting from the Word of God, you can stay connected here and lit in the Lord by following or favoriting this podcast on your respective platform. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay lit in the Lord.